I wouldn't sell my bike for all the money in the world. Not for a hundred billion million trillion dollars. Then you're crazy. I know you are, but what am I? You're a nerd. I know you are, but what am I? You're an idiot. I know you are, but what am I? 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 Infinity. No, I'm not. You are. No way. Knock it off. Cut it out. Oh, shut up, Pee-wee. Why don't you make me? Why don't you make me? Because I don't make monkeys. I just trade them. Taking Mr. Herman. Poop again. Party on, dude. In five, four, three, two. Extreme close-up. buddy JT at work was mm-hmm. saying he's listening to our Pokemon episode ah, last week's Pokemon nice. episode and uh, he's like that guy who kept saying correct me if I'm wrong I was like oh yeah Jake he's like well I have a couple corrections and I was like <laughs> oh no and he like gave and he's like sorry he's like it's a good episode I just I'm like I have so much useless knowledge and I'm kind of like particular about that mm-hmm. kind of stuff He's like, cause I've been, I've been playing the games for so long, and I was like, dude, I am that way with a ton of stuff. He's like, but no, it was, it was only those two small things, but it was a good episode. I was like, I'm, if you would have come back here with more corrections, I just would have said take the episode down. Yeah. <laughs> Is it thank, but thank you for your feedback there, JT. Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, I really oh, love feedback. Yeah, and he's and and he's like, in all seriousness, though, it, it's a good episode. Yeah. We had a blast. Gosh, that. We had a blast that with that was fun. one. Yeah, I would. I would love to do more Pokemon episodes. Me too. Like, like that's the thing is, I know on Proper Gents we just did an, a Pokemon episode mm-hmm. um, that came out the day we're recording this, Friday, May 29th, ninth. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, like going through Pokemon lists from across the mm-hmm. the internet. Yeah, and I like that. In, like getting their like a, a, an ex, a fan's input. Yeah. Uh, on that kind of stuff. Yeah. And this isn't this isn't the most extravagant way to open up the fiftieth episode. But, oh, I didn't but see you there. Here, <laughs> try this one off for size. Welcome into the fiftieth episode of the Radcast, ladies and gentlemen. Five O. Someone called the Five O because someone stole Pee Wee's bike. Exactly. This is the fiftieth episode of the Radcast. The I'm road. I'm fifty. I'm fifty. I like to <laughs> kick. I like to stretch, and I like to to kick. I'm 50. Sally O'Malley. Classic Molly Shannon. Classic early 2000s SNL. Today's a milestone. Today is a milestone. If you've been with us all through, if you've been with us since the beginning, but especially if you've been with us all throughout season two, and especially this last month, we have been on the road to our 50th episode, and the road stops right here at least the road for the first to the 50 50th episode stops yeah. right here not at the basement of the alamo because there is no basement of the alamo of not at francis buxton's house but here on the radcast we stop at the radcast rentals at Wee's big adventure huge 
huge movie of our childhood. Exactly. Yeah. And it's it's one of those things to where there are obviously the movies like on the Mount Rushmore of the stuff I quote all the time, the stuff I reference yeah. all the time. And it's actually funny because leading up to this episode, um, I was like, I know in my for a for a fact, Pee Wee is one of those movies, but I'm like, I don't know why I'm drawing a blank. Mm-hmm. on how we're going to attack this. And then we watched it last night and I was quoting everything before it came. Yeah. I was quoting things two scenes ahead and it was one of those things where we know it so well Which that it makes wasn't us one of... fun to be around at parties. <laughs> exactly. Huh. Don't worry. We really hold our tongue when we're <laughs> yeah. with other people watching uh-huh. movies that we know. But I was like, okay, yeah, Pee-wee is on the Mount Rushmore for for various reasons we are going to get into and i was a little worried about this 50th ex- mm-hmm. episode actually being underwhelming because again rolling up to to episodes myself and matt prep but since i'm the one kind of like taking the reins at least yeah. at the beginning here i always try to find a way to attack our episodes. Try and find like a, an angle. Try and find an angle. You know, all throughout the week, I make notes and yeah. you know, I'm reading off notes. But on this one, I'm like, Pee Wee might be underwhelming because we'll say our favorite moments, and pretty much you hit the nail on the head when you say it's a weird, strange movie. Mm-hmm. But as we talk about it, yeah. we'll get more into things. But before being vulnerable here, folks. Exactly. <laughs> just being vulnerable. Just terribly unsure of ourselves. Exactly. It's. It's, you know, it's all started when I, I'm not going to get into it. Um, God, when I was, I, speaking of being vulnerable, I had an epiphany when I was, after I got out of the shower and I completely forgot it. It might come back to me, but it, Maybe. Per, it pertained to this. Oh, I know what it was. It's kind of being introspective for 50 episodes. It's so weird to me whenever we do like the Power Rangers movie yeah. or we do the Crow or not so much the Crow, but like. Pee-wee's Big Adventure, or we talk about Dennis the Menace, and we do it in kind of a a a prof, I guess quote unquote professional way sure. for an episode yeah. of a podcast. Because when you're 10 years old, 11 years old, 12 years old, watching these movies, you just do it because you love them. Yeah, you do it because they're funny to you. You, you do don't them think you about them. Yeah, you don't think. You're, about you're not sitting there. And you're like, one day I'm mm-hmm. gonna be on the airwaves talking about how much I like this yeah. movie. So that's why I want to do it justice because like. I don't know, it was, it was a touchstone movie of our childhood. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I just want to just wanna be able to give it its due credit. And speaking of giving yeah. due credit, um, I'm going to try real quick to go the best off the top of my head as I can. First and foremost, welcome back to the podcast, Airwaves, Chris Haney, yeah. our buddy Chris, who's host of the podcast. You haven't played what? A very, very good video game podcast. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Chris. Again, Congrats on the new home. Yeah. Congrats on being back on the airwaves, buddy. And uh, we're actually on the horn with him now. He is. He might sit in with us for 1992 coming yeah. up here. Yep. Um, so Chris is going to be back with us on our 1992 Rackcast Roulette episode. And for the last year and a half, not year and a half, like a year and some change, uh, to all of our guests, uh, the Tyler Strickland, and then after Tyler, no particular order, Jeff Wright, Samantha Kennedy. Jeremy Weed, Jess Weed, Dave Little, Dan Drake, uh, Tyler Webster, mm-hmm. Donna Webster, Matt Webster, Andy hey. Webster, um, Zach Matthews. Stephanie wasn't on the podcast. Oh, sorry. I uh, was looking at my phone as you were naming these people. I thought you were thanking people for no, contributing something. Well, yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. mainly just our guests yes. so far. Um, Zach Matthews, Bree Matthews. Um, there's, there's a vast Dave, array. I said you. Dave. People we um, know and love. Yes. 
uh, Fred Ford, Chris yeah. Haney. And you know, you know who you are. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure I hit everybody. If I forgot you, my deepest, deepest apologies because I never want to. I never want to forget anybody. They're fine. Yeah. So, just a little bit of house cleaning here for the 50th episode. But let's get into it, Matt. It is the Radcast 50th episode, and it is the Radcast Rentals Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Adventure. Make it a blockbuster night. And now, our feature presentation. So, Pee-wee, I'm going to just get right into it with some of the boilerplate stuff, as we do and as we have for our previous rentals. I'm going to give some facts and figures about the movie itself. So, we're coming up on its 35th anniversary. Yeah, August 9th. Yeah. And the reason, because we toyed, we were like, it kinda, you know, it releases it. Third celebrates 35 years, August 9th. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, the 50th episode airs before that so but this was a really important movie in our childhood yeah. so it's like we're just gonna we're just gonna skip ahead not mm-hmm. skip ahead but we're just gonna you know jump on it early yeah happy and, early birthday peewee's big yes, adventure exactly and a lot of time we haven't really been diamond eyes is the closest thing to an anniversary we've been hitting so yeah. far on the on the radcast nice roadhouse but other than that and we we get we get in the general area of anniversaries. Yeah, it's so, in 2020. Exactly. So August 9th, 1985, it's Tim Burton's directorial debut before he went kind of full on gothic. You still saw some of the the really surreal imagery yeah. that would kind of be touchstones and or touchstones in yeah. Tim Burton's movies. Yeah. And you had Danny Elfman yeah, which was Danny Elfman's first time doing, or his a first score. like orchestral score. Yeah, he yeah. did. Yeah, he did a score for a movie beforehand, but it wasn't okay. like a yeah, full yeah. orchestral score. Yeah. Um, it was written by Paul Rubens, who's Pee Wee Herman, mm-hmm. uh, Phil Hartman, and Michael Varhall, who all were on the in the Groundlings yeah. together. Um, it stars Paul Rubens, who's Pee Wee Herman. Uh, Mark Holton, who's Francis Buxton. Yeah, of course. Also, Mark Holton making his second appearance on the Radcast. He plays Zoltek's dad in oh, Little yeah, Giants. Yeah, Gas Man. I yep. don't get it. He and, also plays a um, uh, crowd member in The Naked and, Gun. Yeah. It's Enrico Palazzo. E.G. <laughs> yeah. uh, Daly, or as she's credited in this movie, Elizabeth, Elizabeth Daly. Daly. But you would also know her as the voice of Tommy Pickles. And uh, Buttercup. Exactly. She's hundreds of voice credits. Yeah, yeah. She's, also, she's also been in some Rob Zombie movies in like She's in the 10, movie Dutch. Years. She's in the movie Dutch. She plays a hooker in the movie Dutch. Yeah. Call Girl. She yeah. play, Call Girl, yes. Yeah. Um, she plays a singer in a band that plays at a school dance in Better, Better Off, Off Dead, Dead. which uh, we're going to be hitting that classic. real soon. Love that movie. Uh, so those are the main three, Paul Rubens, Mark Holton, and mm-hmm. E.G. Daly. But you also have Diane Salinger, who plays yeah. Simone. Simone! You have Alice Nunn, who plays Large Marge. Just tell him Large Marge sent you. Judd Oman, who plays Mickey. <laughs> Arriva, I'm bad, Pee-wee. Arriva, did you, baby. <laughs> yeah. uh, they're just among... Action-packed. <laughs> Shit, I completely forgot the quote because I'm, I'm, I'm... Good I'm, so far, Pee-wee. Action-packed. Um, um, and then Elvira is in this movie. Elvira makes a brief appearance in the movie. She is... Um, her likeness of Elvira is in the, the magic shop window. Right. But then the lady who played her uh-huh. is one of the biker chicks exactly. at the biker bar. And then she has a relationship with Pee Wee Herman, Paul Rubens, because mm-hmm. she... Uh, 
appears in like this is kind of the same stuff that Paul Rubens does or yeah. Pee Wee Herman did throughout the eighties. Um, but it was scored by Danny Elfman and then at the box it made forty point nine million dollars at the box office. So hmm. a big profit for yeah. it. Um Pee Wee Herman is one of the more notable figures of the 1980s. Oh yeah. Uh, and I, and I'll get into kind of more specifics here, but I was thinking about it and it wasn't so much Pee Wee Herman that made it in the nineties, but Paul Rubens yeah. for kind of various reasons. Yeah. He retired the character of Pee Wee Herman, which I'll, I'll also mention here and kind of a little bit of yeah. facts that I have about Pee Wee Herman, but like he was kind of a big deal in the 1980s with, oh, yeah. with big adventure and then big top Pee Wee. And he had, he first, and again, I'll get into specifics, but he made his first appearance created by Paul Rubens um, and an HBO special of the yeah, stage the, show that the he wrote. Pee-wee Herman Show. Pee-wee Herman Show. And then he got contracted by Warner Brothers to do a yeah. movie and then Pee-wee's Playhouse and then Big Top Pee-wee it and showed, David Letterman. Oh, yeah, of course. It shows you how huge of a pop culture icon he was in the mm-hmm. 80s the f- with how like name recognition and like facial recognition mm-hmm. and the impact he could have on a message. Yeah. Mainly because our you see that primarily in the uh, say no the had a say no to drugs yeah like commercial this and it's it's crack. not Paul Rubens it's Pee Wee Herman, Herman full on like this yeah. is crap he didn't have credits as yeah. Paul Rubens and, he was Pee Wee Herman yeah. like and back to the beast like Pee Wee Herman and it's like it's the Pee Wee Herman persona and it's this silly ridiculous man mm-hmm. child. But he was so huge, they put him in a Say No to Drugs commercial. Yeah. And it's so funny to watch that because, like, you can't take it seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess if you Im- you just saw Pee Wee Herman as another, like, playful kid kid's character, yeah. you're like, oh, it's no different than, like, I don't know, Fred Flintstone. <laughs> saying, uh, get- say No to Drugs. Yeah. Like, but Pee Wee Herman's very cartoonish, though. Yeah. So you can make those two parallels. Yeah. Uh, but, um, I mean, everybody has a Pee Wee Herman. At least the, ha! Yeah. everybody has that. Like yeah. everybody knows that that laugh. Mm-hmm. And um, even if you don't know, like, you know, his speech pattern or man, yeah. you, you you know that. Yeah, um, he so, doesn't talk like this all the time. Good morning, Mr. Breakfast. <laughs> so, Good morning, like, Mr. Breakfast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a very kind of he's yeah. well known for that fluctuating. Um, vocal pattern that he does. Uh, so Pee Wee Herman, like we were saying, is the man-child character created by Paul Rubens and Phil Hartman. Phil Hartman helped develop it, but yeah, it's, was, it was mainly Paul Rubens. And he was also Captain Carl. Captain Carl. Yeah. Um, in Pee Wee's Playhouse, Lawrence Fishburne was Cowboy Curtis. Yeah. Uh, if you watch It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, Charlie's mom was Miss Yvonne. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. um, somebody pretty notable was the king of cartoons, at least the first king of cartoons. Um, now I can't think of it. Yeah. Um, but it's created by Paul Rubens and Phil Hartman. He lives a f- he li- bleh, he lives in a fantastical world of Rube Goldberg like inventions and talking objects and furniture, all infused with a splash of surreal fifties pastels. He's characterized by his boisterous laugh, fluctuating voice, and effeminate, dainty mannerisms. <laughs> um, he rose to prominence in the nineteen eighties due to an HBO special of the Pee Wee Herman Show, frequent appearances on David Letterman, two movies, and a kid in the kids show Pee Wee's Playhouse that went from. 1986 to 1991 his star dimmed after paul rubens was caught yanking his peewee in an adult theater Uh-oh. Yep, back in 1991 so it was kind of right at the beginning of the 90s he got he was yanking his crank at a uh, adult theater the adult theater became peewee's playhouse yes exactly 
Um, so then Rubens retired the character and appeared in films credited as Paul Rubens. So throughout the 90s, he was in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah. He, ooh, ooh, one of the one of the best, just kind of out of nowhere, like really funny movie deaths. Yeah. Uh, he was in Dunstan Checks In, Matilda. Yep. And at the end of the 90s, Mystery he, Men. He, he played, <laughs> he's the he, he was the spleen in Mystery Men. Um, 17 years of um, but then he was also in like 30 Rock. Yeah. Um, he was in Reno 911. Yeah. All as Paul Rubens. And then in 2007, he dresses the character, he dresses Pee Wee Herman for the Spike TV Guys Choice Awards, resurrected the character, and have been making various appearances since then. Mm-hmm. And then had another movie, uh, what the Netflix movie, uh, Pee Wee's Big Holiday. Pee Wee's, yeah, Pee Wee's Big Holiday, another road movie. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Like it's, like, it's fine. That. Big Top Pee-wee is the worst Pee-wee movie. Yeah, like, I I saw it once when we were kids, and then I tried it again a couple years ago, and I got like probably halfway in. I was like, I can't watch this. Right? It's, it's just, it's just, it's just all. It it, it was if the stage. I've watched a little bit of the stage show, and Jeremy yeah. Weed, multiple time guest, um, he's told us that the show is like really kind of raunchy yeah. sometimes oh, yeah. overtly so it's meant to be yeah because Pee Wee herman is supposed to be this 1950s kid show host like pinky lee or yeah. howdy doody yeah um but the the juxtaposition to it is he's also he's kind like of a perv. he's kind of a pervert yeah and that was more so seen in like the Wee herman show and yeah. the, like the special and then you kind of get a little bit and Pee-wee's Big Adventure, like, yeah. with a little kind of innuendo. The so, x-ray eyes. The, oh, my God. And, and the magic shop <laughs> where he takes out the x-ray eyes and he sees a woman patron in the shop. And he's like, oh. And, and then he winks. winks. Yeah. Like, that, like, that's funny. And there's a few things here and there. Um, but then in Pee-wee, Big Top Pee-wee, they just make him kind of this kind of really like perverted horned up yeah like, horned dog like horned dog character like mounting penelope ann miller and yeah. like trying to get some action or whatever um so that was a swing and a miss but then peewee's big holiday was actually yeah. more of a return to form and i i enjoyed it i thought it was pretty yeah. funny it had joe manganingi yeah in joe manganange in it yeah um joe manganello for yes. those of you that aren't getting that we're joking uh but there's there's some there's some it's enjoyable some yeah. pretty funny moments in there but it doesn't compare to peewee's big, big adventure. adventure um what's funny is paul rubens and phil hartman and michael varhall when they were writing the movie They'd never written a screenplay before. Mm-hmm. Um, so like Warner Brothers contracts them to do it. Paul Rubens has the com- has the, the production company hired Tim Burton. And uh, after it, Tim Burton's hired after the screenplay was yeah. written, of course. But they didn't know how to write a uh, screenplay. So they actually got the book. It's a Sid Field book, and it's called just The Screenplay. Uh-huh. And it's supposed to be a textbook on how to write a screenplay. Paul Rubens is like, so we just followed it note for note. Yeah. And it's actually funny because I read somewhere that Pee Wee's Big Adventure is actually shown in a lot of film courses as like the perfect movie in, in regards to like, to like following the textbook screenplay. Yeah. Because... Paul Rubens said, like, on page 30, he loses... It's 90 minutes, 90 pages. It's 91 minutes. Yeah. 90 pages. Pee-wee loses his bike on page 30, finds it on page 60. Yeah. Everything has, like, it's certain beats that need to be there, mm-hmm. and blah, blah, blah. Um, which is actually funny that a movie as strange and surreal yeah. and as goofy and off the wall as <laughs> Pee-wee's Big Adventure is seen as a perfect movie in regards to screenplay Today in cinema class, we'll be watching Pee-wee's Big Adventure. <laughs> 
All right. Cool. So what do you, Matt, what do you remember? Do you remember anything about the movie before, like, because we rented it a lot. We didn't mm-hmm. own it until the DVD yeah. and when we were in high school, but we, we did, we rented the movie a lot. Yeah. Um, I remember, well, I'm actually a bigger fan of the Italian film that it spoofs, uh, Bicycle Bi- Thieves. Bicycle Thief, yeah. Um, That's fair. No, but uh, I remember rent one specific time. I remember I remember renting it. We rented that and Rocky Five. Oh, okay. Yeah. And it was the first time we had ever because we had just gotten off this big Rocky movie kick because mm-hmm. we had just bought like a or, or no, this was before we bought the box set because um, we had never we, seen we had Rocky never seen Five, Rocky Five. but we'd yeah. seen all the other Rockies. Yeah, and so I remember renting those two, and I can't remember where we rented it from. But Pee Wee's video, probably. Yeah, but Pee Wee was a movie, you know, what Rocky Five is the movie we hadn't seen. Pee Wee's the movie we had seen, but we hadn't seen it in a while. And I remember popping it in and watching it, and just like the world was opened back up. Mm-hmm. And it, I just remember laughing so hard mm-hmm. at it, at just how silly and ridiculous mm-hmm. it was. And then through the years, I still maintain that it's one of my favorite movies, like one of my favorite childhood movies. Mm-hmm. But you also, with how like, it's got like a level of like, the it's absurd and silly and it's surreal, but it's got like kind of a level of like creepiness to it. Yeah. Just with, you know, Pee Wee Herman is supposed to be like this man child. Mm-hmm. And so... I don't know, putting it within the context of like, as I get older, I'm like, that's kind of, it's kind of creepy, but I still like love this movie and there's nothing in the movie itself to suggest that you should be wary of him. Yeah. But you're still kind of like, I have no problem saying I like it, but at the same time, I'm kind of like, it is kind of weird. I think yeah, it tends to become creepy in a different light when looking at it through an adult lens, just Pee Wee Herman in general. But even if, as an adult and as a kid, the movie inherently is creepy yeah. because, A, it's Tim Burton, so visually there's going to be some unsettling yeah. things. Yeah. Um, there's like Large March. Yeah, like the, the, the three nightmare sequences and then, the of course, the large... You know, looked like this... Yeah. Like the claymation head. Like, yeah. ev- like everybody points that out. Oh, yeah. Um, like, because it's, it's freaky. It's scary as a kid. But then there's the three nightmare sequences that Pee-wee experiences when his, his bike is being ripped up by clowns and, yeah. a, and a big claymation, like Ray Harryhausen type dinosaur starts eating yeah. it. Um, and then it's just, those things are, those walking, things are creepy when it, in it, in and of themselves. Yeah. And then after he gets his bike stolen, he's walking in the strip mall and everyone's riding by on the bike. Yep. Just, the the soundtrack is very psycho esque. Yeah, it's uh, Danny Elfman took cues from Bernard Herrmann because yeah. I remember I I of course had seen Pee-wee's Big Adventure mm-hmm. before I saw Psycho, but a couple of years ago I was listening to Bernard Herrmann's score for Psycho, and uh, there's the scene where Janet Lee is she just stole from her boss and yeah, she's, she's driving, driving. To, to escape, and it's that song playing, and I was like, where have I heard this? <laughs> oh, and then Pee-wee's I was like, Big Adventure. Oh my God, it was Pee-wee's Big Adventure, and I was like. Yeah. I wonder if Danny Elfman got inspiration from it. I was yeah. reading about it. He did. He got inspiration from Psycho, from Wizard of Oz, and Makes stuff like sense. that. And it's it's a very cartoony score, but yeah. it, like we said, like we've said before, and then we have a, an episode about how movie scores can help elevate a movie yeah, yeah. with Jess Weed. Um, it kind of helps elevate the scenes in adding to the creep factor. Yeah. Because it's very like circusy in a way, mm-hmm. but also kind of minor key circusy. Yeah. So very 
evil sounding. Yeah. All that to say, there is like an uneasiness and kind mm. of like a like a weird yeah. creepiness to the movie. But that's really really overshadowed by all the characters and situations yeah. he encounters on this adventure. Yeah. So for me, kind of the creep factor also is with kind of pastel like the really candy looking pastel yeah. 50s look it's kind of it's kind of off-putting to me like it's kind of yeah. weird because you see it a it's lot like the black in, like, hole sun music video yeah ex- yeah <laughs> like you see it in like it, it's almost it almost aesthetically looks like an art house indie movie like a john waters movie yeah or the movie true story the david byrne movie true stories yeah to where it's it's kitschy um, yeah. but like intentionally so kind of that fifties aesthetic yeah. in the self-aware, 80s. like look at how tacky this is. Yeah. It's, it's tongue in cheek. Yeah. Like it, it almost, it's that in general, that ideal of taking something that was supposed to be seen as like so pure of the fifties, yeah. but kind of like putting it within the context of the eighties and how kind of really like dirty and, you know, lack of a better Sleazy. term, kind of up the 50s actually were just yeah. it was suppressed sexuality yeah. and like everything was suppressed like that's what john waters brought forth like in mm-hmm. hairspray yeah or like i've never seen any john waters movies but i know aesthetically you love what they pink look. flamingos i do not <laughs> i love lust in the dust oh um, but no but but love yeah. his appearance in the simpsons yeah exactly that, oh homer you are the living end. that that that's <laughs> that's my only exposure to john and and his talking heads and like the yeah. vh1 videos yeah. or stuff like that but yeah the his appearance in the simpsons is what yeah. i know john Zap. waters best for oh homer you are the living end uh, <laughs> <laughs> but great episode oh i love it um but it that's kind of what tim burton was kind of doing also because he only he made a movie a short film called like vincent and then the yeah. original frank, frank and, and weenie, weenie. Yeah. which that's what he was kind of going for and that's what paul rubens wanted to do yeah. but it's still to me it's kind of weird yeah um and if you're not familiar with peewee also the the until he interacts with people kind of the the over-the-top hyperactive demeanor can yeah. be grating like it's boom 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 as soon as he wakes up yeah you know he's like vroom, 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 like shooting like a toy yeah. ray gun at a dinosaur he's lifting weights yeah, like, <laughs> <sighs> like jake Vilawald, who was on last week and then who's been on before we quote peewee with him all the time we reference peewee with him all the time that's something he loves doing is when we used to live at our parents house our room was downstairs and there was a weight bench down there jake would always pick up the weights and go drop them and it's like it's like they're like two pound dumbbells that peewee's picking up but it's Um, like it's like he ups the ante on the childish exactly like he's just like uh he has bunny slippers goes over to a carrot and it's all accentuated with with <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like it, if you're not used to that, it can be grating. But if you grew up with the movie and the character, the putting tape on his face, the childish behavior, the strange things he does are funny and charming. Yeah, the Eventually, Rube Goldberg machine. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I mean, just Pee Wee. He has a charm about him. Yeah. Again, if you look at him within the context of you know hindsight being 2020, after kind of the the scandal at the yeah. adult theater and then kind of the show itself being weird he can be kind of strange but like he really is innocent and he's harmless yeah if you suspend your disbelief it's very whimsical and yeah and like and fancy free i before we really started renting the movie i remember being in nashville and we were probably like 10 years old Mm -hmm. and this 10 11 years old um, and we were at a video store at the same video store i remember seeing the prince batman album yeah and uh 
thinking nothing of it. I saw the the big Batman logo yeah. on there, but it was like the record of it. Um, but this was the time that we bought the VHS copies of Secret of the Ooze and Turtles yeah. in Time. Yeah. So two and three of the Ninja Turtles. And I remember wanting, like getting ready to actually buy Pee-wee's Big Adventure because I remember it was something that I remember seeing on TV. Yeah. And But vaguely remembering it. And then I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then our Aunt Becky was like, you're not buying that. As if, like, yeah. she was my mom. Yeah. But she's like, you're not buying that. because She's like, you're not buying that. I don't want to. <laughs> you're not buying that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're acting um, as though she had a domineering presence. Yeah, it's like, you're not. Like, now I'd be like, you're not my mom. Yeah. Buzz off. Yeah. Uh, no, I love my aunt. But she's like, you're not buying that. He's really gross. And I was like, uh, okay. And then watching the movie he is he kind of is gross right. but like our that i remember that distinctly but then also renting it a lot and when we were watching it yesterday i remember telling you i was like there's like i'm trying to pinpoint what kind of comfort there is watching this movie yeah and it's kind of the same it's a familiarity yeah i mean i i found myself falling into the same pocket of comfort as i would with dennis the menace yeah which we watched that's one that was frequented mm-hmm. in our rotation, especially when we were 11, 12 years yeah. old. Um, it's just, it's a harmless, innocent, like fun world. Exactly. Yeah. And it's just, there the peril, it's not really, he has his bike stolen. Yeah. And, and the peril, there's actually like, you want to talk about like weird and kind of like unique situations. I mean, it like you said, it's a, it's a road movie where Pee Wee encounters unique, but they're genuine yeah. characters and he gets himself in zany situations, but they're like cartoonishly zany. Yeah. And there's and he's there, flying off the cliff with Mickey. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and like the hood of the, uh, the, the like in a convertible type car yeah. and the, the convertible top comes up and as, acts a, as a parachute. Exactly. <laughs> or like he finds himself, like he finds himself in the middle of like a zoo. Yeah. But then he's like, he like Mickey drops him off and he's like, Rivederci, baby. And Mickey drives off and Pee-wee's in the middle of nowhere, and he puts on these big, um, these big like, like night vision goggles. night vision goggles, like big flashlight glasses, and turns them on. <laughs> Finds himself in the middle of like a big He's zoo, <laughs> and, and it the, turns on, and then that's that's that, the last that's they mentioned. And like that's when Large Marge starts it's like approaching. Half, uh, it's like half uh, like ceramic animals mm-hmm. and half like real animals, exactly. but it's so quick. All mm-hmm. you see is like all these animal bodies. Mm-hmm. So like. How, is he in the middle of a zoo? And it was a bunch of different. It's like raccoons and lions and yeah. stuff like that. It's just it's just goofy. Yeah, stuff. It's just, ridiculous. Yeah, and everything threads together, but it's all just kind of a series of events. Yeah. Like going, he's on his way to the Alamo because he stops. Yeah. At my favorite scene as a kid, growing up as a kid, you know, yeah. um, was he's he just gets done with the big meeting, which has still, you know, one of my favorite lines. Is, which is something you like to share with the rest of us, Amazing Larry? And a look on Amazing Larry's face. <laughs> he's like, <gasps> I don't even know what Amazing Larry does, if he's, if he's a magician or what, but he's just this, he's this character of the town who is this big mohawk. Yeah. Um, but that whole scene is great, it's quoted all the time. Such a mortified look on his face. <laughs> like, just got, he just got caught. <laughs> yeah, but uh, after the meeting, like, Pee-wee is frustrated and he's walking in the rain down this alleyway and a cameo from Tim Burton as this gang starts accosting him and he's like, you must be new around here. We don't take too kindly to strangers coming around here. And Pee-wee just goes, ah. <laughs> and uh, they all just run away and I remember yeah. always losing it yeah. as a kid. But he walks into the fortune teller and she like, 
she's a con artist, but she tells him the bike is in the basement of the Alamo. Yeah. So he's on his way to the Alamo. Right. Until he finds it. Jan just Hooks in case tells him, you didn't know. Yeah. Just in case you're listening to this and you didn't know the movie. Yeah. But then Jan Hooks tells him, there's no basement at the Alamo. Which I think her entire speech was improvised. That makes sense. Jan Hooks was a, yeah. a, a classic. An SNL alum. Yeah, an SNL alum. Um, Are you so, okay? Yeah, it's. I'm just going quickly. I feel yeah. like this needs to be extravagant, and this is a movie that we know, back you know, back to front. You're doing fine. No, Chris. it's one of those things yeah. though. Like it's a movie we know so well, and I reference all the time. But it seems yeah. like everything's falling out of my head. That's okay. Um, so what are like? Let's. This will help. What are some ways that you reference this movie? What are some quotes, some scenes that really just stick out to you? Well, definitely a river dirt sheet, baby, and, and Mickey, and uh, when uh, when he's in the biker bar mm-hmm. and oh, they, that, they pin yes. him down on the table and they're all saying, "I say we kill him. I say we hang him. Then we kill him." He's like, "I say we, we let, let him go." No. Then no. the classic dance scene, yeah, which. Pew's Big Adventure also has some really funny sight gags that don't get... Yeah. My, one of my favorite things in comedy is a sight gag that nobody brings attention to. Yeah. So, like, in the bar when he's going up to the jukebox and there's a busboy just standing by by the jukebox yeah. and he puts in puts in his quarter and he like leans in to whisper in the busboy's ear and the busboy's standing probably about six foot six foot one yeah and he takes off his boots and all of a sudden he's like a foot Five, and a half eight. shorter yeah. and like peewee doesn't bring attention to it but peewee puts on the guy's boot. it's just yeah. a funny visual and the guy's gag. gonna smile on his face the whole yeah. time i think i think i mean obviously whenever it's jake's birthday mm-hmm. we send him no, the... no whenever it's our birthday oh right i, I for years oh yes, until yeah. a couple of years ago um probably for five or six years every every august the third which is our birthday i would text jake and i would go and i would do the francis and peewee first yeah. interaction it was like today's my birthday my father said i have anything i want and we would do the do whole the interaction. Scene, yeah. Sometimes it'd take an hour because, you know, we wouldn't just get to texting one another yeah. right away. But we would reach a point into it to where Jake would just send back line and then <laughs> I would just finish the yeah. whole thing. And then a couple of years ago I just stopped. But yeah, yeah there was that I if if I don't have a like if I'm not on the spot with a mic in front of me, I can yeah. do that whole scene. Yeah. Um definitely I think my one of it's either one or two of my favorite scenes of the movie is uh, when he goes to confront Francis, when mm-hmm. he realizes at the police station that yeah. it's probably Francis who, Francis who took his bike. And uh, with just the, with, 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 um, when he's knocking on the door in the exchange with the butler, Professor slash, Tanaka. Yeah. Slash yeah. like security guard. He's like, I want to talk to Francis. And he Fr- says, Francis is busy busy doing what say that all yeah the, say all that that all having his bath oh really where are they housing him down and then oh one thing i probably quote the most is uh when he slams the door and and peewee knocks on it again he opens and he's just like me again and he slams <laughs> the door on him. me again and then also it's cartoonish because he uses these props yeah so like the third time around it's this um hinge like this hand on like a hinge like yeah, knocking not, and then not. you see him kind of like you see um the the butler open up again but you see peewee creeping behind him he's yeah like, oh and like chases him off but then like it, the scene where he starts like wrestling with Francis yeah. in the pool and then Pee Wee, Pee Wee, 
What are you doing? Have you lost your mind? Yeah. Like his father and I, the uh, trick gum. I'll find, yeah, I'll find in my head the Buxtons and look these. <laughs> or like, or like Spearman. Oh, fruit, please. Oh, fruit, please. Yeah. You do believe me, don't you, Dad? Ah. <laughs> yeah. So there's just, there's a lot that randomly pops in my head from yeah. Pee Wee's Big Adventure just due to repetition. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you mentioned like the, the, if you're, for some reason you're not familiar with the bar scene, it's the most iconic scene it, in the it, movie. It, yeah, it it's definitely the most iconic. It's where you get um, tequila from the champs. Mm-hmm. Used, it's where you get the pee wee dance, yep. and it's yeah, it's uh, it and it's not necessarily something I say a lot, but the when they initially kick him out of the bar, when he's like, "Oh, my mistake. Yeah. Guess I'll, I'll be, be on, on my way, way then." Excuse, Excuse me. me. Excuse, Excuse me. me. Excuse me. When he when they kick him out of the bar, the way he like sashays, he, he like lilt, like he's like really lilty and like sashays. Yeah. The way he's like just the way he's moving his hips and his hands. And so like if I, there's like an open space, if I'm just walking from one yeah. place to another, sometimes I'll just break into that. Yes. Like it's like a very like carefree like okay. like oh well excuse me yeah like well excuse me. And then when he knocks with the bike, he's like cool. yeah. Uh, and then, of course, when he drives right through the billboard. Yeah, it's so great. Yeah. Um, but um, would you would you say uh, that that's that's when you get into the third act? Yeah. Is as soon as he he drives into the billboard, that's the end of the second act. And then yeah, because that's that's when he start. That's when he starts to really know where his bike is. He starts yeah. to get it. That's where you get the big Warner Brothers backlot chase and everything. Oh. Um, oh the I'm trying to use yeah. that phone. Or I mean that, but also when they find when Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers finally picks up his movie, uh-huh. and he gets a part in the movie. Oh my god! He's like, no, nothing right now, Mister Herman. Herman Page, Mister Herman. James Brolin playing Pee Wee. P. W. Herman. Yeah, P. W. Morgan Herman. Fairchild is playing uh, Dottie. Yeah, and Pee in Pee Wee is a bellhop in this yeah. scene. And instead of using his voice, which is really like kind of grating, it would yeah. it would be really grating. They use like a superimposed like no nothing, nothing right, right now, now Mr. Herman Herman Page Mr. Herman you have a, a telephone, telephone call, call at the front, front desk. desk our uh, different aunt was in a movie a couple years ago like, like a, a local, local movie, movie. Uh, but Matt was saying um, when she said she played she worked she worked at a bookstore and I think she, she had a couple lines yeah, or something but uh, uh, as soon as she said she played a bookstore employee and she was like at the desk or whatever and the main character was talking to her my, my immediate thought my immediate thought was when the main character starts talking to her she had a very she had that like um, Herman paging Mr. Mr. Herman like that kind yeah, of no, voice nothing like, right now Mr. Herman like they overdubbed her voice <laughs> which is very funny to think about uh, but I mean, they're, it's, it's the movies all over the place, which just yeah. like great with, I mean, yeah, it's again, it's, it's hard not to talk about how strange it is. Well, it's one character in situation to another, like nary, right. nary do, do all of them meet aside mm-hmm. from at the end of the movie. Yeah. So and one of the more, also one of the more classic scenes. Uh, that I just find myself randomly quoting is what's going on officer Yeah. when like Mickey Mickey first of all the reason the character Mickey is on the lamb is hilarious because he got arrested for you you know those don't remove on a penalty of law labels and put on mattresses yeah well cut cut one of them I as I get older I'm like because I thought that was hilarious as a kid I was like that's ridiculous but as I get older I'm like is that just a story he's telling to to 
keep Pee-wee from thinking he's like this murderer. I like to think surface level. That's like they why. wrote it and they're like, like, like what would Mickey, like what's this big crime we can get yeah. Mickey in the joint for? It's like, how about a do not remove under penalty of law attack yeah. on the I mattress? I like to think it's yeah. so silly that yeah. that's why. Yeah. And then I mentioned visual gags also, and this is one of the reasons Paul Rubens was one of the funnier um, um, stage players and the ground leads, yeah. according to Lorraine Newman, who was on the first season of SNL mm-hmm. uh, and was in the ground leads with them. Uh, she said his reaction or his, yeah, his like his nonverbals and his reactions would sometimes get the biggest laughs in the crowd. Yeah. That's like, what's great about Pee Wee Herman is like Dottie asks him for his undivided attention and he gets this like super big, like I like, bulging eyes like look on his face she's like 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 come page, on, kind really? of patronizing yeah. like or like when large marge is telling the story he's so engrossed in it he's like inching closer yeah, while he doesn't he doesn't it. say a word the entire mm-hmm. time and also the woman who played large marge doesn't blink the entire time which is great yeah or like when he's irritated he is like bouncing on his toes rolling in his eyes look yeah. on his face like an impatient child yeah so it's just his his non-verbals are really funny yeah as you, well yeah you were talking about the scene where um he's riding with with Mickey and they mm-hmm. get pulled over by the police and they all of a sudden quick change and <laughs> Pee-wee's dressed like a woman and and Mickey has his like shirt buttoned all the way to the top and he's got like this facial hair mm-hmm. and it's it's really silly because the officer like they they pass the officer's test or whatever and the officer's like can you step out of the car he's <laughs> like I just want to see that pretty little outfit it's you're like, wearing it's, it's like the only reason like like what's wrong he's like oh just nothing i just want to see that cute little outfit you're wearing ridiculous i take a picture it'll last longer it's it that that's one of those kind of like sort of like just like like really weird weird, like like kind of like comfortable fetishized like sexual type thing because then like mickey like he like zips his shirt down to where it was and he's like looking at like peewee's just kind of like looking straight ahead like bobbing his head smiling they just got away he's got like this look on his face like huh (laughs) like doesn't look too bad it's so weird but you mentioned that just it's a lot of like moments you're like what like it's just it's best not to ask questions like they're literally maybe like 200 yards away from Mm -hmm. this police blockade set up looking for mickey yeah and peewee is in his peewee garb so is mickey but then like quick flash he's quick change and the the female get up but it's like who cares? Just watch the oh, movie. Yeah. No, like, it's I, funny. I, that's one of those things that where I fully embrace yeah. as part of this like silly movie. Yeah. Anytime I hear anybody named Andy, I always go, Andy! Yeah, when he's with Simone. Yeah, Simone! Um, and plus, like, when Simone's like, you ever, like, he's describing this dream that he had. He's yeah. like, I was rolling a donut, and there's a snake with a vest. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> or it's like, everybody I know has a big butt. Come on, Simone. What's your big butt? Yeah, it's funny because she was describing like all her dreams, but yeah. she's like, but, you know, I got my boyfriend, Andy, and he was talking about how all these people want to do something bigger, but there's always this butt, like, but I have this, like, mm-hmm. keeping them comfortable. That's why that's funny. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of reasons a lot of stuff is funny because the build to it's funny, but then there's a lot of random stuff that, like, 
it's just funny because it's random. Another yeah. thing I just find myself going is my good friend Pee Wee. Yeah, when he hi hey, Mario. Uh, I like I I love this is my favorite kind of adventure movie. Mm-hmm. Is like you've got you've got one character. Mm-hmm. You can maybe maybe have another character in in like this kind of adventure movie. Um, but I feel like one character is the best way to do it. He's got this objective, mm-hmm. and just throughout, and like the sillier the better. You have these this varying eccentric characters Mm -hmm. who you almost have they almost have their little self-contained stories Mm -hmm. when the main character is with them yeah and then like that's it and then i love how it all merges at the end at the the drive-in theater which is used in greece by the way oh okay um but at the drive-in theater he he has all this concession and all these refreshments and he's going to each respective area and you get to revisit each character and it's just it's just a really fun bow to tie it all but that's the way that's the way i like these movies is Mm -hmm. that you get each character their own situation and then like that's like okay that arc is done now it's on the next one yeah uh, another thing that I quote a lot is at my work, I use, um, an electric, um, electric pallet jack. Yeah. So it's, uh, well, there's a lot of times I get in there and somebody like a truck driver's using it or somebody else is using it. It's and, pretty uh, nice. <laughs> no. Yeah. Well, it's actually really, it's really frustrating. <laughs> I just want to get started. Um, but when they're done with it, I go over to it and very reminiscent of when, um, the bike, Pee Wee's bike ends up in a, in a movie, um, mm-hmm. With a young Jason Hervey, who yeah, was course. the older brother Wonder in the Wonder Years. years. Yeah. And uh, right before the big chase in the Warner Brothers backlot, Pee Wee dresses, disguises himself as a nun that's in the movie. And uh, he's like, I'll say, I'm going to go start a paper route right now. Yeah. And he starts wheeling it away. And when he's taking off his garb, he's like, remember me? Let's go. Yeah. I say that to my lift every single time I get back to it after someone else mm-hmm. is done using it. Like, remember me? Let's go. Um, but I mean, it's just, it's a really, really easy, fun watch. Exactly. It's an easy watch. Mm -hmm. That's why I like watching it. That's why I don't really get tired of it. Mm -hmm. You know, there's nothing too heavy about it. Mm -hmm. It's, it's the perfect length at 90 minutes. It's boom, 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 boom. Like Mm -hmm. there's not a whole lot of like. No, there's not a whole lot of fat that needs to be trimming. Right. Except Francis. Yeah. Well, exactly. Big and fat. Bucks ton. Um, (laughs) Yeah, it, but you have like in sort of the threads to get to the next eccentric character mm-hmm. is like a random kind of like a random one-off sort of thing. Like segue. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but like, it's all it's a, like the segues are almost non-sequiturs onto yeah. the next yeah. thing. Uh, but it's just it's great. Also Parts of the score played through my head on various yeah, points, like like Breakfast Machine. Breakfast Machine, I've listened to countless times, but also the at the beginning, it's there's a dream. You open with a dream sequence, and Pee Wee mm-hmm. finds himself in the Tour de France on his bike, and when he comes into the frame, it's like da 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 na 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 na. It's this big grand crescendoing. Yeah, Danny Elfman part of the score, and I I. I I really love da na 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 added a couple extra notes in there that aren't there. But uh but you like you get the idea. I love that's a very like finality type thing. Yeah. It's just I just it's a really cool part of the score that yeah. I really like. Yeah. And then Breakfast Machine, obviously. Um also something that bugged me as a kid. It bugs me now too. He has this big breakfast yeah. and he puts you know 
Good morning, Mr. Breakfast. Yeah. He's like, he's, he's asking, like the breakfast like is asking eggs for and bacon and sausage. Yeah. And this big bowl of Mr. T cereal. He's, I pity the poor fool don't eat my cereal. Yeah. He like pours the cereal. He, take, he takes like a couple bites and... And like he's done, and he leaves his breakfast. He just wastes all yeah. that food. Yep. So that that all that has always bugged me. But yeah. I mean, there's not much more we can say. Yeah. It's this is this will continue to be a cherished movie mm-hmm. from childhood. Anytime I find anyone that has seen this movie, um, it's it's just really special mm-hmm. to be like, oh, you've seen Pee Wee's Big Adventure as well. Mm-hmm. Like, is isn't it great? It is. For it's a Warner Brothers movie. And it kind of has the same feel to me as like Warner Brothers, like Warner Brothers Gremlins, yeah. for some reason. Yeah, like they're they're a, they're a year they're a year apart from each other. But right. like I don't know, it maybe it's a dun 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 yeah. dun like the original Warner Brothers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like because they both, of course, start there. I don't know. Sure. I don't know why I think of like a double feature Pee Wee and Gremlins. Yeah, they're yeah yeah. There's there's. Yeah, that's probably why. I was, I was, I'm like catching myself and be like, oh yeah, well, Gremlins has some comedy, yeah. but it's like, yeah, but it's mostly like a horror movie. And black comedy, yeah, dark yeah. comedy. But I mean, that's about it for Pee Wee's Big Adventure from us. Episode 50, um, Pee Wee's Big Adventure 50. in the yeah, books. In the books. So I hope you enjoyed it, everybody. If, of course, if you're listening, um, more likely than not, you probably know and like yeah. the movie. Anyway. At least we hope so, or else all this is going to sound really discombobulated and yeah. all over the place. Exactly, because that's exactly what it was. It was all over the place. But we go into these hoping and knowing that you probably are familiar yeah. with the movie anyway. But this has been episode 50. This has been the Radcast Rentals. And like always, for the Radcast Rentals, be kind, rewind, and we'll see you next time. This concludes our broadcast day.